Freaks. It's Monday, October 25th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, which world leader was given estrogen to soften his dick and slow down his out-of-control fucking? Plus, become an investor in a gay foot fetish internet endeavor. Mead almost got fired again. And the queen of the world fixes all of Earth's problems. Demons are real. I want to say that right off the bat. The Bible was clear that Jesus drove out demon spirits. So we have a day now, Halloween, when we celebrate that and worship Satan. Well, that's what my opponents want you to believe. Hi, I'm Louis Richard Marigold III, but the lamestream media insists on calling me Satan. I'm here to set the record straight. One, I've got nothing to do with Halloween, okay? You think I'm a fucking party planner? I'm the goddamn devil. I got billions of souls down here to take care of, plus a crumbling infrastructure and, quite frankly, shitty Wi-Fi. I can't organize the Underworld's bowling league, let alone mastermind a worldwide holiday. By the way, our team is named Dante's Pinferno. Yeah, I thought it was a little too punny, too. I was outvoted. Two, you know what the number one Halloween costume this year is? Something called Paw Patrol, because that's what I want to hitch my name to. Children dressed up as puppy dog firefighters. Ooh, that's a real gateway to the occult. Three, look assholes, I'm a bad dude. Entrails, death, pain, suffering. That's, you know, that's what I'm all about. Not princesses, cartoon characters, candy, and obsession with fucking gourds. That's Halloween. They're making a mockery of me. Old crusty farts like Pat Robertson insist on dragging my name through the mud, perpetuating this myth I'm somehow going to possess your precious little kids and brainwash them into murderous zombies. That's not what Halloween is about. That is, however, why I created Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. <laughs> Keep posting on those timelines, kid. <laughs> I grow stronger with every snap. You're mine! So this November, please vote for me, Louis Richard Marigold III, for City Water Commissioner. I'm Satan, and I approve this message. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. back here with you to start a new week of programs. Hope y'all had a great weekend. I sure did. I'm very excited because we kicked this week off with uh, a potential business opportunity for you freaks. I know some of you guys are unemployed or underemployed right now, while others have a job but are considering switching careers. That's the beauty of what I have for you today. There's something for everyone here. How would you guys like to be a partner in the very new, yet potentially lucrative website, BarefootBrothersDrive.com? To tell you more about the venture is one of the founders of BarefootBrothersDrive.com. I'm doing this short promo video for my business, BarefootBrothersDrive.com. It's a great quality um, videos we're offering on our website. And obviously, we're looking for guys to drive like this, comfortable, feel good. And yes, we love it. Um, I should point out, he's in a car. He's driving barefoot. He has turned the camera down to his feet. It, you know, his bare feet are working the, the gas pedal and the brake pedal. 
That is what BarefootBrothersDrive.com is all about. And take care of our brotherhood community because it's for guys who love this and we're only selling to guys 21 and over to make videos, have a good time. I will pay you to make a bunch of videos and we upload them to a site. You can make money, I can make money. This is a fun, happy business, so let's all enjoy it. Bing, bang, boom. You're a guy, you're over 21, you have feet. Turn the camera on those pups while you're driving. Earn some extra cash. You can get in touch with me through my YouTube channel, S Foot Continuation, or you can contact me uh, through my website, or you can also contact me at I S U C K G U Y N. Oh, I know what he's doing. I pulled this too. Back when I was working at a computer testing center, I would use offensive passwords for my account. I worked at a company called Prometric, and so my passwords would be like, suck my dick, Prometric. You know, it just made me feel better when I was logging in uh, until I had to call tech support because my computer was locking me out and I had to give the representative my password. I don't remember exactly what, what the password is that time, but the guy was like, hey, can I have your password? And I, I spit. First of all, I didn't just say what the password was. I didn't say, you know, it's shit dick 69. I, uh, I spelled it out, but I tried to spell it out in a way where he might not put the words together and be like, you know, so, uh, yeah, my password is uh, SH, pause, ITDI, pause, <laughs> CK69. Then I just hear something like clacking on the keyboard and I thought I got away with it. And then he was like, that's an interesting password. <laughs> I think that's what this guy's doing here. I mean, why else would he spell this? Or you can also contact me at I S U C K G U I S T O E S at hotmail.com. I suck guys' toes. And I'll provide you from further information. Obviously, this is a pay website. It's about $15 a month, but there's a lot of uh, great preview content on this dude's YouTube channel. BarefootBrothersDrive.com. October 23rd on a Saturday. Yeah, that's, ju that's just a couple days ago. Uh, 67 degrees here in New York. The Parkway. The Parkway. Yeah, he's rubbing his toes back and forth while driving. We love you. Let's get more hot feet at the pedals, on the pedals, every day, always. I think he's having trouble getting guys to submit videos because in all of them, he's like, come on, guys, we need you. Need more guys to show off their feet. Come on, guys, I need guys to drive for barefootbrothersdrive.com. I like how he calls them drivers when really you're not getting paid to drive. It's the feet that's the important thing. Your foot models, foot whores. Although what's great is you could then do some gig work for a company that uh, is all about driving. Like you could work for Uber or Lyft. And while you're driving people around, just have that camera pointed down at your feet. You'll be making two incomes at once. This guy really does have a lot of videos on his YouTube channel. Not everyone is a fan, though. Okay, Gabros, I'm back again. This time, this is another second warning video. Oh, something bad just happened. I uh, got two flags on my YouTube channel, so I'm really a bit mortified. I was almost in tears. I'm doing a lot to help this community, but... I like how he thinks he's doing charity work here for the male stinky foot fetish community. 
Doing a lot for you guys, a lot for the community. There's a lot of fucking assholes out there. Whoever these people are, they're flagging this need to go fuck off. And the point is, I made up a decision where I'm going to start doing all my, my videos on private, the foot fetish ones, the driving ones. I guess they're still okay, but I'm still getting a few harsh things from YouTube. YouTube is nothing but a bunch of totalitarian dictators who really don't care about anybody um, they're very cruel and rude and sick and they're probably Pakistani and God knows what some Muslim country last time I was fighting with a lady or figures a f typical woman this stuff's offensive to women first of all this is a man thing only and for men and let's keep it um, bros only no hoes let's keep it strong and real here okay people anybody no women and no Pakistanis allowed who fucks with our community should be shut down okay anybody who fucks with us foot brothers should be shut down. Their videos should be shut down. Their page should be shut down. Anybody who harasses us, we need to really step one notch higher and fight and fight harder. Stop being nice. I'm not being nice no more. Yeah, we're going to start arming ourselves. We're going to go on the offensive. Look what you assholes have done. You've militarized the foot fetish community. Even on it, it, the, the, the description of this video, it says, uh, our foot fetish community is tired of being attacked and mocked from outsiders. You guys know uh, when it comes to fetishes and sex, uh, I'm kind of for everything. Whatever floats your boat, as long as you're not hurting anyone. And even if you're hurting people, so you know, I don't really care. Sometimes they deserve it. Pig sluts, for instance, they're just asking for it. Oh, they love it. When it comes to feet, though, you know how I feel. It's it's not for me. It's gross. Men's feet especially. It's like I'm so fucking fed up that we're being knocked down. Our scene is being hurt. All these people, we're trying to, we're tired of being underground. We're tired of being out with, not being out with it. And this is what I'm bringing. A lot of us are out and love our feet. But we really, really got to stay strong and, and, and fight this whole, um, this whole foot fetish, um, haters out there. This is the first time I've ever heard anyone call for foot lover pride most people who are into like feet are just like yeah i'm gonna watch some feet porn and then you know i'm gonna jerk off and then go to work or whatever live my life this guy's whole life is about feet in the in the foot community do you guys think there's a foot pride flag if not i would like to suggest that there be five stripes because you know there's there's five toes and like the first stripe could be big and then they get smaller until, like, the fifth stripe is, like, the pinky stripe. Real, real small. You know, like the foot. It's called symbolism. Look it up, assholes. Here's one of uh, this dude's more spicy videos. It's like uh, he's with a friend in a public restroom. His friend is uh, peeling off his stinking socks. I heard with that stupid shoes that I had worn yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. I had blister on my foot from the stupid tight boot shoes that I wore. Oh, yeah, that's great. His friend doesn't care. He's like, that's okay, that's great. And he's stroking the foot. Oh, yeah, that's great. But this is my boss doing this, which is fun. <laughs> It's fun at all. That's his boss who's doing that? Oh, I gotta tell you that. Ah. Oh, mate, I'm gonna jack off to this later on. I'm gonna jack off too, you better believe this shit. Good. Okay. I'm gonna sniff my sock in front of my face. Oh, 
smelling his dirty sock now. All of you other lawyers out there, something more lawyers should do. Yeah, I think this guy is a lawyer. There's a bunch of old videos where he talks about being in law school, and now this video he mentions the lawyers and other lawyers. I don't know if he's still practicing. I think this is one of those cases where his um, fetish is consuming him, and he can't focus on his law work. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. Again, you can make money if you're willing to show off your feet and, re and record yourself, but if you have a little bit of uh, money yourself already, maybe you're wealthy, maybe you have some cash set aside, why not invest in BarefootBrothersDrive.com? Go to their website. There's an investor page. All potential investors that want a long-term, endless investment that will guarantee a return on their investment or even a higher amount. I'm reading this straight from their website. I'm starting to think this guy is not a lawyer because that does not sound, le you know, like legalese. Any guy who wants to be a potential investor and invest in an endless investment can invest and have a return on their investment or even a greatest investment. All right. Uh, this is for any guy who enjoys male feet or those who are curious slash interested and want to go further. Ominous. Guys, here is your chance to enjoy yourself at a job doing what you truly love, offering a return of investment. We offer high-quality male feet content. Please reply in strict confidence. This is for anyone who wants to be involved in a new fun venture. For more information about your next business investment, this is a real business. Only serious inquiries, please. Except serious is misspelled. Yeah, invest at your own risk. That's my uh, advice. I gotta say thanks to Tim for finding this amazing YouTube channel. I'm subscribed. Moving on, our buddy Mead has finally given us a late October update. It's been a while since we've heard from him. I'm curious to see if uh, Mead still has two jobs or if he's been fired from either of them yet. I'm happy to announce that um, I... Because, you know, that grocery job, he's on shaky grounds. He was almost fired like the first day he worked there because he was afraid of some of the machinery he would have to use in the produce department. Still don't know what machinery, but it doesn't matter. Mead was immediately demoted to bag boy. And, uh, you know, that's more his speed. But then they were like, hey, you also have to run that uh, floor cleaning machine that looks like a Zamboni. And that freaked Mead out. So let's uh, let's see where he stands at both of his jobs. His other job, of course, is Chick-fil-A. I am doing pretty well. And I couldn't do it without the love of support of y'all. Uh, You're welcome. All your money, the you know, little extra money I get from the Patreon helps to pay for my toilet paper and my necessities each month. Right now I'm working two jobs and I almost got uh, let go from one. At the grocery store where I work, they were, uh, you know, forcing me to put on a mask and Oh, he almost got fired again. I thought he was referring to like the first time, the, the produce department thing. No, every time he has a shift, apparently, uh, he almost gets fired. So wait a minute. Oh, he didn't want to wear a mask. I almost got uh, let go from one at the grocery store where I worked. They were, uh, you know, forcing me to put on a mask and I just didn't feel like it. My body, my choice. And so I called the manager a communist and walked off. Well, <laughs> You can't do that, Mead. Everything he does is so extreme. Like, he could have, like, pulled the manager aside and been like, you know, I, I don't want to wear a mask for religious reasons. And maybe they would have bought that instead of immediately going to, like, DEFCON 5. You're a Bolshevik. You're a commie. I said, I quit. And oh, he quit. Yeah. He storms off. 
And calls his manager a communist and storms out of the store. I said, I quit. And um, I, I, I came back the next day and asked for my job back. And they, they politely gave it back to me, although I had to promise not to call them communists again. Oh, I give it, I don't know, two weeks before Mead calls his manager a libtard socialist. A Satan worshiping pedophile, something. Uh, because otherwise I'd be canned. So, but sacking groceries um, at Publix is very an interesting experience because you have to deal with all types of people. Of course, Mead only likes one type of person. Did I say type? I meant color. One color of person. Uh, uh, you know, way to 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 humble yourself. I think the Lord is humbling me by giving me these sort of, um, shall we say, pedestrian type jobs because I am a creative person. I should be on stage at Branson, or but here I am <laughs> sacking your meat. Uh, Hold on, I need to isolate that audio. But here I am <laughs> sacking your meat. I'm starting to think he says shit like that because he knows I'm listening. Totally doing that for my benefit. All right, there you go. Just a little mead update for you. Switching gears slightly, I've got a showdown at the Dollar General. What we have here is a lady whose credit card has been declined. She's very upset about that. The cashier is trying to help her, but the lady just wants to talk to a supervisor. I think she doesn't believe that her credit card should have been declined, but it's like, no one has any control over the um, declining or acceptance of a credit card. You, you put it in the machine, it does its thing. No cashier or shift supervisor or manager is going to be able to help that, you know? Did you go to school? Do you know what that means? Leave me the hell alone. She wants the cashier to leave her alone. But there's like a transaction going on. You want to purchase goods. The cashier is the person who would help facilitate that. There, there's no one else in the store that could help you. I was nice about it when I came in and asked I don't want your help. I don't want your help. Get your supervisor. Get your supervisor. I don't want the manager. I said supervisor. God, girl, do you know how to shut up? I mean, have you been to a store? In the last six or eight months, you expect there to be cashiers, managers, supervisors, a whole staff of people. That's not how it works anymore. Usually there's like two employees in there. I don't want your fucking help. Do you understand? Yes, I do. You won't shut up. You don't have to respect. Shut up. The argument has now shifted to if the cashier has to shut up or not. Taking a bit of a detour here. It's completely uncalled for you to keep harassing. I'm not harassing you. You're part of my voice. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Because you're harassing me. That's the second most common reason why a credit card would be declined after insufficient funds. The card got nervous because it was being harassed. Leave me the fuck alone! Do you not understand? Call your boss. Call your boss right now. I guarantee you, if this woman actually got to speak to the supervisor, her complaint would be about the employee. It wouldn't be about the fact the credit card was declined. Your employees are very rude. What are you going to do about it? I mean, she knows the supervisor can't do anything about the, the card situation, right? You're not the one I want to talk to. I won't. Call your 
Yes, Big fat white woman. I want to talk to your supervisor. Whose number is this? That's the corporate number. You wanted the corporate number. Yes. You want to ride it, Pam? Ma'am, that is the number. Right? right. So she gave her a card with corporate's number on it. Now this woman is upset and she wants the cashier to write the words corporate on it. Corporate number on there for me. That is the corporate Write the word corporate office for me. Ma'am, this is her job. She has to stand behind the cash register. She can't step away. You're the one that has to leave. I'll pay for my food if you walk away. Ma'am, I'm not going to walk away because I'm 14 years old. I'm not going through because you've been talking to me. Oh, the card got impatient because the cashier was talking too much. Yes. Well, she finally walks away. Please, leave me alone, Now she's getting into a confrontation with another customer as she's leaving. She's just a very angry woman. I'm sure that call to corporate will resolve all of her issues. I would love to hear her version of the events that went down when she's on that phone call with corporate. The cashier took my card. I thought she was going to put it in the machine, but instead she set it on fire and she said, decline, bitch. Then she started chasing me around the store with a pair of scissors. At one point, she threw them like a throwing star. Then she didn't have any weapons, so she just started uh, trying to chomp at me. Even though she was like a couple feet behind, she was like an alligator. Her head would snap forward. and She almost got a piece of my neck. I kept screaming, don't harass me, don't harass me. But she kept harassing me. All right, uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I have got a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee for you. This woman's name, I believe, is Agonaze, A-G-A-N-A-Z-E. It is so close to the word agonize and oddly appropriate. The song is called Queen of the World. According to the YouTube description, Queen of the World celebrates a world of integrity with enough food for all to eat and a world in which we can all express our unique selves while living in harmony and joy as one. Now, uh, just to sort of paint a fuller picture of uh, the type of person we're dealing with here in Agonize, the music video for Queen of the World features footage from the annual World Peace Pilgrimage in California. It's some real hippy-dippy shit. The start of the video, you know, before the music begins, features uh, Agonize here giving some spare change to a homeless person. Because, guys, she's a good person. When the music actually begins, though, Agonize is wearing one of those beauty pageant sashes. Her sash reads, Queen of the World, though. Oh, and someone is placing a tiara on her head. She's totally plagiarizing Joy to the World by Three Dog Night, right? If I were the king of the world, tell you what I'd do. Uh, lawsuit. If I were the queen of the world, here's what I would do. I would live by the law of love and do all I'd be true. Everyone would have plenty to eat And no one would be left out in the street 
like those papers elementary school students would have to write. Like, if you were in charge of the whole world for a day, what would you do? And the students are like, I would make sure everyone had enough food to eat and we would all play games together. There would be no war. The water would be clean and boys and girls could stay up past their bedtime. Like, it's such a simplistic view of the world. Okay, how you're queen of the world. You're going to make sure the homeless uh, have a place to live. All right, how are you going to accomplish that? Come on, who's going to pay for all the housing and all the food? And like, where are we going to put these people? Also, a lot of these homeless people are addicted to drugs. I mean, they, they became homeless for a reason. So how are we going to rehabilitate them? I mean, we got to set up programs for them. I mean, come on. There are a lot of questions we need answers. It's nice that you're like, yeah, if I was queen of the world, no homelessness. I mean, you we, we, we want a round of applause because you're a good person because you think people shouldn't be homeless. No one thinks there should be homeless people. I feel there should be more love in the world. Okay. Again, you're really saying nothing here. If I were the queen of the world, here's how it would be. I'd get a frog named Jeremiah as my friend. We would work for the higher good. Oh, no one's working anymore either now in in her perfect world. No more nine to five. We're all just relaxing and having fun. And I bet we can all eat ice cream for dinner too every day. This woman has got to be like in her 50s or 60s. It looks like she has like the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. She's like brain dead. In a world of love, where's the need for hate? In a world that's now, where's the need for fate? In a world of joy. Yeah, it's all very positive thoughts there. So that's uh, Agone- Agonese Jones. She is the, or will soon be, the queen of the world. I cannot wait for her reign to start. Every problem on the face of the earth will be corrected by her. Thank you, Agonese. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news! Right now. Hey, not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today by joining our member site over there at superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up, you gain access to the entire archive of Distorted View Daily Shows. We've done over 4,000 episodes since we started this thing back in December 2004, so... Just tons and tons of stuff for you to listen to. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive podcasts. I'll be doing a a Sideshow episode tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and again on Thursday. Try to do uh, two of those a week. So it's really good value, right? All all of this for only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you like DV, this is a great way to support the show and help ensure that it continues on for a long, long time. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. There are other ways to help the show out. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge five, uh, you get some perks like uh, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you pledge 20 bucks a month, uh, occasionally I send out uh, DV merchandise or goodies or whatever. I uh, just did uh, a bunch of those last month 
Yeah, patreon.com slash view. Thanks to all my patrons and, of course, you sideshow freaks. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, remember uh, last year when, like, the government was giving money to everyone? We got some stimmies. And businesses that were struggling also could apply to get some uh, money, loans, or whatever. One man in Georgia used more than two-thirds of his COVID-19 relief loan to pay for a Pokemon card. But hear him out. It was like a really rare Pokemon card. And he put it in his office where he does business. So, you know, it's kind of a business expense. And whenever he looks at the card, it puts him in a better mood. And when he's in a better mood, he does better work. I'm guessing that will all be part of his defense (laughs) here. Uh, Vinith, oh boy, uh, Odesman, I probably butchered that name, was charged by criminal information on Tuesday with one count of wire fraud after the uh, government said he lied about how many employees he had and the revenue his business generated in an application for an Economic Injury Disaster Loan, or EIDL, during the pandemic. The charge carries a maximum sentence of up to 20 years in federal prison and $250,000 in fines. I'm curious as to what this guy said his job was. Like, what business was he running? Maybe he was a Twitch streamer. Pokemon's part of his business, you know? Uh, Odesman, who is from Dublin, Georgia, could not be reached for comment on Friday. He's too busy shitting his pants right now. Now, uh, those COVID funds were meant to be used as working capital or for normal operating expenses, such as rent and utilities. But unlike Paycheck Protection Plan loans, oh, PPPs, EIDLs are not eligible for forgiveness. So he just got this loan because he needs that money now, Right because maybe that card was coming up for auction. He didn't have the cash, so he took out an EIDL loan so he could buy that rare Charizard or whatever. Does Pokemon do those holographic cards? I hope it was a holographic card. There's got to be something special with it, right? Anyway, so uh, according to the charges filed in the Southern District of Georgia, Oatesman submitted an application for an EIDL in July 2020 on behalf of a business that he said Uh, has been in operation since 2018. The application stated that his business had 10 employees and gross revenue of $235,000 over 12 months. As a result, prosecutors said the Small Business Administration awarded Oatesman an $85,000 loan on August 4th. But five months later, Oatesman used a large chunk of the funds to buy a Pokemon card for $57,000. It wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't clear in court filings which Pokemon card. See, I, this is this angers me. This is the one thing I want to know. What fucking Pokemon card cost $57,789? Uh, certain rare and valuable Pokemon cards can sell for thousands of dollars. No shit. This one did. This one sold for tens of thousands of dollars. The 2002 Pokemon World Championship number one trainer card was sold in April uh, for $31,000. A 1999 Pokemon Japanese promo Tropical Mega Battle Tropical Wind, of course, that card, sold for $65,000 in October of last year. Extremely rare cards such as the Pikachu Illustrator have sold for as much as $195,000. You would think the people who play Pokemon, who who would appreciate these cards, they, they don't have anywhere near the amount of money it would take to own the card. 
I guess that's why you lie to the government and get get some COVID relief money. Basically, the United States of America purchased that rare Pokemon card. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. Spain's former King Juan Carlos I was injected with female hormones as his rampant sex drive was a danger to the state. Apparently, this guy was fucking everything that moved and his dick just needed to be slowed down. Ex-police commissioner Jose Manuel Velarejo or something, who was on trial for blackmail and corruption, claimed the disgraced former head of state was given the drugs by the Spanish Secret Service to, quote, lower his libido. The 70-year-old alleged that Juan Carlos was injected with female hormones and testosterone inhibitors. He told a parliamentary hearing that it became a problem for the state that he was such an ardently passionate person. Members of the parliament gasped and snickered at the allegations, while another suggested they resembled the storyline of the latest James Bond film. Ugh, spoilers! Bellarejo claimed that the former National Intelligence Center boss and close ally of the ex-monarch was behind the alleged idea, but he denied uh, that he played a role in administering the hormone, saying he only learned about it when Juan Carlos's former mistress... Corinna Zhu Sainwitzkenstein or something told him. She was recorded by Vela Rejo in 2016 saying, People in the royal entourage gave Juan Carlos a lot of female hormones to take away his uh, strength. They've taken everything from him, even his strong cock. Uh, he could not be with a woman or anything. The businesswoman who had an affair with him from 2004 to 2009 said, uh, she also claimed that a French doctor had verified this by inspecting his medication, as well as saying that he was given excessive sleeping pills after a 2011 operation. Ex-Secret Service boss Velarejo claimed medical reports showed there were traces of testosterone inhibitors after the operation. Juan Carlos's former lover is embroiled in a legal battle with him in Spain's CNI amid a money laundering case in Switzerland and her claiming she was illegally put under surveillance. This does sound like a James Bond film. Although James Bond is so cockstrong, even injecting him with female hormones couldn't stop him from fucking around, man. Apparently Juan Carlos I is facing another two separate criminal probes in Spain, but he fled the country after being embroiled in multiple corruption scandals. Maybe it's better he got away. Now no one is spiking his wine with estrogen anymore. He can really get back to what he does best. Fucking broads. Apparently this guy's been dealing with a lot of criticism and scandals towards the end of his reign. Uh, he was recently forced to deny that he was seriously ill after pictures of him looking frail began circulating as he remains in his hideaway in the Middle East. Sounds like maybe he's getting so old his libido is naturally starting to wane now. Don't even need to bother anymore with the female hormones. The shocking allegations regarding Juan Carlos's libido come during Vejarejo's trial, which began this month. The 70-year-old is accused of secretly recording conversations with a network of the country's rich and powerful figures, dubbed the Sewers of the State. The real question I want answered about all of this corruption is, uh, did Juan Carlos I use any government money to purchase Pokemon cards? It's quite the crime here in the United States. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Lil Nas X is in the news. I kind of know who he is. 
I don't follow rap really, but I remember that country road song that was like kind of country music, but also rap. And then like uh, he came out as gay and he made out with the devil. I do not know who Boozy Badass is or Boosie. Bussy? Apparently he's another rapper. And uh, now he's, uh, he's, he's in a major beef with Lil Nas X. On Saturday, this just this past Saturday, Lil Nas X went on Instagram Live and he claimed that he was um, doing a song with Boosie. That's exciting, right? Uh, he said, so I've been working on this song with Lil Boosie, bro, Lil Nas X said. I got this song with Lil Boosie, finna come out, finna. Uh, fire, I ain't even gonna lie for real. Song with Boosie, finna come out. All right, uh, shortly after making the claim... <laughs> Boosie went on Twitter to respond, and he was not happy. Here's what he said. Stop trolling me, faggot. Lol. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster. Shake my head. You can keep sucking dick, getting fucked in your ass in peace, and hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. Laugh out loud, Nas X. If you hashtag commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Some of you may read that as a scathing, vile tweet. I think he's supportive of the LGBT movement. Look, he says right here, you can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass in peace. Thanks for the green light, Boosie. Anyway, he didn't stop there. Boosie then tweeted, hashtag think about it. Nobody wants you here, in all caps. And also, uh, stop playing with the straight, faggot, LOL. Amid Boosie's rant, Lil Nas X then took to Twitter to seemingly respond, but with a little humor. I am truly saddened. I have never been so mortified in my life, Lil Nas X tweeted. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October. (laughs) Okay. Boosie's homophobic rant about Lil Nas X comes just over a year after he went on a transphobic rant. Oh, I want to read those tweets. This guy is very good at tweeting. Uh, apparently, he was slamming Dwayne Wade and his daughter, Zaya. Wade, of course, uh, was a basketball, or I guess maybe he still is. I don't know who he plays for, but he's a basketball player, has a trans kid, and I don't think Boosie likes that either. Obviously, he doesn't because he tweeted about it, and I found that tweet. Uh, he said, I got to say something about this shit, bro. Dwayne Wade, you've gone too fucking far, dog. That is a male. A 12-year-old. At 12, they don't even know what they next meal gonna be. They don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a woman, anything, at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. (laughs) But his dick be gone. How he gonna like, bro, you going too far. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. If he gonna be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Don't. And dress him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He's not up there. He's not up there year. He hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade. Bruh, you fucking tripping, dog. How about a podcast where I just read rappers' tweets in the most white, awkward ways possible? The only way I know how to do it. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at Distorted View. I'm all over uh, social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Yada, yada, yada. 
Uh, if I appear to sound a little different today, um, or I'm a, I'm a little out of it, it's because I had Taco Bell a few hours ago, and the thing is, it's not sitting well with me, and I don't know how it's all going to play out. It's either going to just come out of my asshole, but my stomach is feeling weird, and I'm burping stuff up, and it's not getting better, and it might be a puking situation. I'm just I'm I'm just trying to power through here and uh, finish things finish things up for you freaks. Hello Tim, this is Ziggo. I'm calling to wish Greg and wife from Austin a very happy wedding anniversary. Their anniversary is on the 23rd. Oh. I hope Greg's anus is prepared. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Well, happy birthday, guys. It was uh what? This past weekend. Ziggo, by the way, for those of you who don't know, if I rem- if I remember this correctly, is hooked up with um Scumhook over there in Australia. She wrote a very nice message to me not too long ago, a couple months ago. I don't think, I don't know if she wants me to read it or not, but yeah, she was with Scumhook. She's been with him for a year or so. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take credit for that. (laughs) I don't know if she met him through the show or because of the show. I don't know how anyone would listen to Scumhook on the voicemail line calling into the show and be like, I've got to have him. My dream date. Hey, Tim. I think that's what happened to Zico. Cat lady, uh, I'm just trying to set up. I, I know it's almost Secret Sand time, and people are excited for that because I got messages for it. But right before that, I was thinking of setting up a singles night at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> um, would we have to do it over Zoom? Would that make it better? Not because of the coronavirus or anything, but because of, like, because, you know, kids can get the kids can get shot now. Yes. Anyway, um, whatever your thoughts are, I'm thinking of hiring Mariana's Trench to perform. And they can also perform online, so I have no idea where the fuck they yeah. live. She so, said a lot of lot of references from the past show. And I completely broke on Friday when I played that clip of the pedophile suggesting Chuck E. Cheese date nights. Hey, Tim. Critical Madness. Hey, uh, I was talking to my wife, and I was telling her about... The old skanks that you used to do, the Skype pranks where you would uh, get the Middle Eastern dudes jerking off and then, you know, <laughs> you'd cough or something and let them know you were a guy. Yeah. Uh, dude, you've got to play some of those. It, it's been forever since you've played those, and it was some of the funniest shit you ever did. Yeah, I wish Skype still had that feature. Skype, I mean, back in the early 2000s or mid-2000s or whatever, Skype had this great feature for pedophiles. It was a great feature where you could just basically... Talk to random people. You could set up a little profile on Skype and people could search for different criteria. So I set up an account saying I was like a 13-year-old girl, had a fake picture on there. And people would call into my Skype account. For some reason, uh, a lot of times it was uh, foreign men, many times Middle Eastern. And then, yes, uh, usually towards the end of the call, I would uh, use my normal voice and try to you know, pretend like I'm busting them. I'll play one for you, maybe at the end of the show today, if I if I have one uh, easily accessible. Jimmy Boo, what it do? It's Rob from Texas here. Uh, so I was on my way to work this morning, and uh, I saw three cops driving the wrong way down the sidewalk on the opposite side of the road at me. Didn't really think anything of it. Like, yeah, oh, that's weird, whatever. Uh, so I stopped at a stoplight, and all of a sudden, like, literally, there were... 
almost 12 cop cars, I think I counted 9 or 10 cop cars that just came from all directions right in front of me, uh, and uh, there's some dude running on foot, and a couple of cops got out, tried to chase him down, he started running, the lights turned green, I started to go, and then more cop cars showed up, and cop bikes, and uh, they're still chasing this dude on foot, and I start going from the stoplight, he tries to get into the car next to me, uh, and couldn't get in. Come on, give the guy a lift. Tried getting into my truck. I drive a big box oh, truck shit. for work. He's like hanging on my truck as I'm driving down the street and going like 10, <laughs> 15 miles an hour. Um, and I had already pulled my gun out on him and I was pointing my gun at him. I checked the background. Hey, who the hell do you think you are? Alec fucking Baldwin. To make sure there's nobody behind him that I was going to shoot at my bed. Um, and I started to pull the trigger and I guess that's when he noticed that, uh, I had a gun, and then I was trying to shoot him, and he jumped off the truck. He ended up getting hit by the box, oh. uh, so I hit him with my truck, and he, like, limped away, and I watched in my mirror as the cop tackled the fuck out of him. Uh, yeah. That's crazy! So I uh, almost shot this dude literally a quarter second later, and the dude would have gotten shot by wow. me. And, uh, yeah, so I checked the uh, local PD's Facebook page, and it turns out this guy was one of two guys that were burglarizing homes yesterday and trying to break into cars and actually breaking into people's houses. So, um, yeah, fucking some scumbag just decided that he was going to uh, try to hitch a ride in my truck and almost got killed for it. So that's what's going on in Texas. Uh, just thought you'd enjoy that story. Oh, also, um, guess what race he was? Yeah, what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, he was. Of course. See now, this is this proves that I'm not racist because I was not thinking black. I'm assuming that's what you're <laughs> that's what you're you're trying to say is he was a black man. I thought he was gonna he's like just some white dude hopped up on meth. And then I was thinking, oh, this is happening down in Texas gonna be a mexican dude i gotta be honest with you i didn't think any black people lived in texas that's really the most shocking thing about your entire story uh i'm glad you're okay though i would have been shitting my pants maybe i should get a gun guys do you think i should get a gun do you think i'm the type of person that would do well with a gun could i be trusted with a gun going to have to give this some thought. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-GOD. Is it oh god But here I am, sacking your meat. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Uh, guys, thank you so much for a great show. Tomorrow's episode will be Sideshow exclusive. Also, if I end up vomiting today, I-, I will try my very best to record it for you. So, something else to look forward to. Uh, otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I'll find you. Good. Where are you from? I am from Turkish. Turkey? Oh, that's so far away.
Yes. Are you bored today? What? You want to chat? Yes. What do you want to talk about? Do you know welcome? What? Do you, you are not welcome? I'm horny. Hello. Yeah, you are the have webcam? No, I don't have a webcam. What? I I don't have a webcam. Why? I I just I, I don't uh, have one. It's right in my fucking profile that I don't have a webcam. So we have to chat like this. <laughs> yeah, I want uh, I want to see you now. I want to see you now. Well, you know, that's too fucking bad. I don't got a webcam. You're either going to talk to me and talk about how you're going to fuck my pussy or we're done. Do you want to have sex with me or not? What? Do you want to have sex with me or not? I'm at... Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Okay, fuck English. me. Fuck me. Fuck my pussy. Huh? You can fuck. You can fuck my pussy. Huh? Oh, you know what? You fuck you. I didn't realize I was, you know, gonna be talking to a whole group of people. You're fucking something else. You know that? What? This, you what? Speak me no understand. You don't talk to me like that. Don't you yell at me, you fucking bastard. You hang up this car. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, I yeah. don't speak, but yeah, you don't speak very good at all. You don't deserve to talk to me. I need a strong man who's gonna fuck my cut, not some guy with a shriveled up cock that can't get it up because he's fucking impotent because he's a jerk. Katie, what? I'm sorry. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Pop, 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 aka, daka, paka. What's the problem, Kitty? What? What? What could you possibly want from me? Kitty, yeah. your webcam open. I don't have a fucking webcam. No webcam. <laughs> Yeah. None! Webcam! Webcam! None! No, no, no! No, no! Please! I don't want to talk to you anymore! And I don't know what your name is, I forgot! And I, there's so many windows open and I just want you to go away! What? What? what you, you open Amunakoye! What did you just say? What did you just say webcam? Did you say webcam? Did you say the words webcam? Open webcam, I'm gonna No! No! No webcam!
Wub Kevnar! Don't you give me the finger! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.